T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, I think I selected, uh, with the help of my assistant, the lovely Vanna Pollock, uh, and we picked some good ones to talk about today. The uh, One of them, let's see, uh, which one? It would be the second one, the Chinese one. Uh, Buzzy was telling me before he chopped it up to get it ready for uh, airing, 186 replies. <laughs> Just for that. And then regarding the churches, about two-thirds of that number. So that's uh, really, really strong. Uh, 803-0930, 1-800-616-9236, star 930. Let's go to Ron on line one. Ron, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy, and welcome back, America. Hello there, Ron. What's going on with Ron today? Well, I'm a travel agent, so i got to disclose that up front. Okay. I actually have tickets. I'm flying to Florida the 9th through the 15th. I'm heading down. I've got a sister in a nursing home in Daytona, and I'm going to see her, period. No government official is going to stop me. And uh, number one. Number two. Well, hold it. Let's let's stay at number one for a minute. Uh, as a travel agent, have many people uh, phone you or text you or whatever showing any kind of a problem with flying now? Are they going to wait? Are they going to go like you do? Uh, if they thought it's the right thing to do? Most of my customers, and I have a fairly large customer base, I've been in business for five years, and I have a significant number of people. It's like, how soon can I get here? How soon can I get there? <laughs> I'm going to see, is I going to be open? That's the question. And everything's coming together. By the way, I've had, and I book cruises, group cruises and cruises. I was supposed to be in Mexico this week uh, on Carnival, but we postponed it a year and put that group off till next year. Yeah, we lost, uh, let's see, we lost Russia, in, which was supposed to be in June. Uh, we have not heard yet on uh, on Alaska, which is supposed to be in August. Yeah. And uh, Bernadette lost Poland, so a lot, of, uh, a lot of things are canceled. Okay, what's the number two thing? Okay, number two thing is airplanes and airlines are putting what are called HEPA filters. If you're in a submarine, the reason they can stay underwater for months at a time, it's called a HEPA filter, and it takes out viruses and diseases out of the air. And you could buy one, by the way, in the open market for your home. Uh, I have one. I have a HEPA filter uh, in the bedroom. Uh, and uh, let me tell you something. When it comes time to change it, you know how good it is because it's expensive. But it does a great job, as you said, Ron. Well, it takes out microbes. I mean, it's, it's down to... 0.07 microbe. But anyways, the important thing is the airplanes have got them. So when you talk about some recirculated air, they're doing things. You know the safest place to be right now is on a cruise ship 
in an airline because they've wiped them down and cleaned them off better than you do at your house. Oh, I'm sure they do. I, they've always, even before this, been very uh, big on cleanliness. Uh, we've taken 10 cruises so far all over the world, and in every one of them there was a, a lot of uh, time and responsibility to keep those ships clean. Yeah. Well, anyways, I am getting daily calls, and I'm setting up tickets and rebooking tickets. You know, it's great Southwest. I'll do a plug. They okay. charge you for changing your flight. No charge. That's good. Yeah, they're going to have to get back in the game again. I think there'll be uh, a big surge once everything is lifted. So uh, it's going to happen. It's too bad that it's canceled so many already, though. Sandy, it's already started. The other thing is I want to say is no government official, particularly the baby killer and the euthanasia governor, is not going to tell me I can't go to church. Good point. I'm thinking that uh, the government technically is keeping people from practicing their religion and i don't think that that's uh, i don't think that's legal really it's unconstitutional that's my american right and i'll die for it okay well good luck good luck to you ron i hope you have a uh, fair uh, a good trip and uh, maybe we'll see you somewhere on the cruise ship sometime you will and by the way, we got a Chavez chicken dinner out in Southwest Boulevard next Saturday, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck. Good luck with that. Hey, thanks, Ron. Thank you very much. He just so, said Chavetta's. Chavetta's. Oh, man. Yeah, can you, I can almost smell the barbecue oh. on the chicken. Oh, does that wow. smell good? Chavetta's chicken. Yeah, I like that. So he was saying that his phone is ringing off the hook. People want to go and get out. Yeah, that's true. We have not heard, uh, uh, for Viking, we have not heard about our Alaska trip yet. That is in, uh, what, about the middle of, uh, middle of August? Right around the middle of August. Well, it's hoping it's on, but it may not be. But the end of the year, actually the beginning of next year in January of 2021, we are planning and scheduled to go to Australia. Australia and New Zealand. We have our fingers crossed. That's a trip I really, really want to make. So let's hope that happens. Plus, we'll get to see our friends again. Uh, uh, that's about the only time we see them. We're so busy being cooped up in the house and whatever. Where's Guy and Margaret? They're not here. They're our friends. We need it. We need to have breakfast with our friends. All right. Let's. Uh, what time is? It? Uh, let's go to the break. We're looking at the break at News Radio 930. We're back after this. Tony, you came up with a great help, a home a helpful hint too, uh, for those putting down uh, mulch. Mulch, yeah. Yeah. Wait until the little helicopters come off the trees, because what happens is you lay the mulch down and it looks great, doesn't it? And then the helicopters come fluttering down. And you want to get them off there. You can't. You can't do it with a leaf blower. You can't do it with a rake, and it spoils the whole look and all your hard work with the mulch. So, if you wait until the helicopters are down, then you put the mulch on top. Then, then the mulch looks good for the whole season. Same so, with cleaning out your gutters. If you have uh, yep. trees over, you know your roof, they fill up your gutters. Wait until it's done, or this way you don't have to do two trips up and down the ladders. So, folks, you can thank Tony, uh, Tony Caligiri, former uh, landscaping guy. So, yeah. that, I'm glad you reminded us of that because that's exactly what happened last year. I spent days putting the mulch down perfectly. Boy, am I lying! <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> 
Bernie spent days putting down. That's <laughs> more like it. Yeah, you got to give credit where credit is due. All right, let's go, let's go to uh, Walt in Toronto. Walt, you're on WBEN. <clears throat> Hello, Walt. Good morning. First of all, it's an honor to be on this show. First time caller, a long time listener, and all my love and respects to Rush Limbaugh, Mark Stein, yourself, and all the other good people down there that promotes common sense. Well, good. We're glad to have you aboard there, Walt. What's on your mind today? There's many of us up here feel the same way. And by the way, I want to say quite clearly, God bless America. God bless the President Trump. And you know something I've uh, observed? I might be wrong. Your president hasn't aged. He, no, he, he looks good. Usually presidents age in a hurry. He looks good. I have to admit my favorite was, will always remain President Reagan, Ronald Reagan. I loved him. Uh, he's everybody's favorite, I think. Yep. Yeah. But this uh, Camellia Harris uh, is the politically correctness at its most dangerous uh, assault on freedom of speech and freedom of words. For Republicans, that is. We have the same up in Canada. We have the Conservative Party and the Liberal Party. Uh, you are banned to run as a Liberal candidate if you are, if you are against abortion on demand or you, you do not support uh, same-sex marriage. That's political correctness gone mad. And, you know, I wonder if this Camilla Harris, does she know that it's not, it's not the people of China, the Chinese people. It's the brutal communist dictatorship government that since Mao took over an estimated 300 million people have perished. Does she know that? I don't know if she knows it or not. Uh, she uh, uh, she sometimes says things that you wonder if she knows anything, uh, but she is uh, trying to g grab some headlines, I think, uh, while the Democrats are a little, uh, they're kind of stuck in neutral until this uh, this virus thing is over. Well, I think you said it right yourself. I mean, is there, is there nothing more important to do, given what we have in the good old U.S. of A., where I worked for two separate years, and I love the American people, always have done. I was born in Ireland, raised in England, came to Canada 50 years ago. But I worked in the United States twice, and I love the American people for what they did and uh, for the world, because there could have been no victory day. There could have been no Normandy. There could have been no victory without the American people, without the American soldiers, men and women. God bless. Well, yeah, we've traveled over to Europe uh, a lot, and there's a lot of tributes uh, to the uh, partnership we, we had in World War II, and it's, it's a living history lesson. Anybody has a chance to go over there, we suggest uh, going over there. It's well worth, well worth your while and very enriching. Well, if I may just uh, end, because I don't want to take too much of your time up, sir. Uh, a good movie is with Tom Selleck, and it's called Ike. He plays Eisenhower. He plays Eisenhower? Wow. He's a lot better looking than Ike was. <laughs> the one scene where the guy's playing Churchill, and, and, and he says, I have to be supreme commander. And Churchill says something that is true if you think about it. He says, you know, this makes you, Eisenhower, the most powerful man in the history, I'm going to say it, mankind. Of mankind, and if you think about it, watch the movie, uh, my American friends. It's called Ike, and 
The wonderful Tom Serrett. By the way, that uh, Blue Bloods is my favorite show. I've also- oh, I, I will check it out. And Tom uh, Tom says his best, too. Hey, thank you. I hope you call again there, Walt. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, we have to look that up. Uh, we get suggestions of things to look up. We always write them down. Bernie, could you write down Ike with Tom Selleck? Okay. Here, in fact, I'll give you a piece of paper. Uh, and we'll look it up and check it out. It's nice to get a, a – he was a first-time caller and obviously very well-traveled. I have not seen the movie, Ike. Uh, I don't know if it's a current movie or it's been out for a while. We will we will track it down. You guys ever do that? Somebody suggests something and then you try and find it on television? Oh, yeah. They got every, every channel has their own <laughs> on-demand. But some on-demand you got to pay for, like six bucks, seven bucks. Some are free. And you got to kind of wiggle here and there. And Netflix, we spend a lot of time on Netflix because I love the stand-up comedy on Netflix. And there's uh, things, uh, there's 500 channels for crying out loud. You ever try and go crazy trying to find a certain movie? Oh, yeah. There's uh, right now I'm trying to find Space Jam on demand because of all the Michael Jordan talk. And uh, I can't find it on demand anywhere. And not on HBO, Stars, Netflix, Hulu. Amazon. Wow. I have oh, it on Michael. DVR. <laughs> that no. doesn't help do you any good. <laughs> Michael, the Michael Jordan thing was what? Uh, f- uh, five hours? No, uh, six Ten. hours. Ten hours. Ten yeah, I saw hours. the whole thing. And I thought it was excellent. What a nice, uh, well-produced show. <clears throat> and as I said, anybody watching that who, who comes away not believing that Michael Jordan was the best basketball player ever. Uh, and I've been a basketball fan my whole life. Never saw anything like Michael Jordan. LeBron's not even in his league. No, no, not at all. LeBron's good, but he's yeah. not there. They they always tried to push Kobe too. And Kobe I'd take Kobe certainly. over LeBron, yeah. but MJ is the goat. Yeah, and he boy he knew how to do it, and he and he he, he sucked it up and really took it. See, under the basket is no place to go if you're faint of heart. See all the blood coming from his nose and stuff. Just an amazing basketball player. All right, how about uh, we got time for a couple of uh, Facebooks? We got a lot of Facebooks today. What do you got, Buzz? Yes, uh, speaking of flying, we um, Kevin says, I've been on several flights since this started. Better social distancing than some local stores. Middle seats are always empty, but there is no snack and beverage service. A certain airline changed their boarding so that everyone is not lined up at once. No reservations about travel right now. You know what I've uh, I noticed about that center seat, which is uh, the seat from hell. Okay, <laughs> now we've been on uh, we've been on ten uh, cruises, but in most of those you had to take a, a plane to get to where the ship is, and then a plane to come home. Uh, so that's at least uh, twenty different flights, and and some two two on the way home. So I would say maybe twenty five flights in the last four years, and. Almost never have I seen the center seat full. Almost never. Uh, but one thing I have seen is here the biggest complaint people have about flying you, before this uh, was the fact that there's not enough room in those, uh, in those seats, especially leg room. I'm 6'4 and have a set of legs that are also 6'4 and almost impossible for me to get in a seat and have any room between my knees and the seats in front of me. Uh, but I don't think, uh, maybe uh, Bernadette can remember it, but I don't remember any of our center seats being full. And I like it when that armrest can, can be lifted up 
so that you have more room. Uh, but American Airlines has one commuter jet going out of uh, out of New York City, coming up to Buffalo, where you can't lift that center arm, and the seats are so tight you can barely get down there sideways. I don't know how people who ride that uh, on a regular basis, like commuters, I don't know how they do it. They they, they must uh, have uh, uh, deals with the ur- uh, with the surgeons who can fix your knees after you've been on a couple of flights. All right, what else you got, babe? All right, we'll go with Dale this time, who says, I love to travel. I hate that I've had to cancel a few trips the last few months, but once the summer gets here, I will wear my mask. I will stay distant, but I have to get out of this area and go see the country. Tomorrow could be the last day. Don't want to end not seeing, I'm sorry, not enjoying life for what it is. And to give you an idea how cooped up we are, today's broadcast finishes the 10th week, right, Bernie? I think the 10th week we've been remote. Has it gone by fast for you guys? Yeah, actually, it's all kind of blended together. It has, because it so upsets our our normal schedule uh, that you wonder sometimes what day it is. The other day I was was thinking, okay, look at that car over there. I saw one out in the parking lot, uh, out in the driveway. And I was wondering uh, what it would look like with snow on it. I'm thinking, wait a minute, uh, this isn't snow. We're heading into nice, warm, beautiful weather. You get everything bundled up in your head and you can't straighten it out. Okay, we'll take a break and return on News Radio 930. This is WBN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We have written down the names of the people who are waiting to talk. And uh, through the magic of my magic marker, I found out the last person we talked to was Walt in Toronto. And the next person we're going to talk to is Walt from Wheatfield. So that's two Walts in a row. Then I got to thinking, well, how about Walt Disney? How, you do- how, about, the, how about the great actor Christopher Waltz? But if Walt Disney married Christopher Waltz, he'd be Walt Waltz. <laughs> I don't think that works. Hello there, Walt and Wheatfield. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Good. Thanks for calling. What's on your mind today? Well, I held on quite a while, two, two days ago, but I had to leave because I had one of those honey-do things to do. 
Oh, we all have those, yes. Uh, what's on your mind today? I had to call you just to uh, thank you, Danny Beach, for standing out so strongly for the Catholic Church. Uh, you were very vocal, uh, very solid in um, why we should be vocal in trying to hear Mass and receive Holy Communion. But uh, I, I heard you when Liz was on the phone a couple of days ago, and you, um, you were very strong in supporting the Catholic Church. And I just had a call today to say thank you. Well, my pleasure. I think that you t talk about how important uh, religion is to a lot of people, how important the Mass is to the Catholic Church. I think it's worth standing up for. I wish that they had stood up for it a little bit more in New York State, but apparently they're going to um, in uh, Minnesota. And uh, so I uh, step in the right direction. We'll see how that goes. And thank you for the compliments. I always appreciate it. Thank you very much, Walt. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. That's very nice. If you have not heard, because when we started the show, we didn't have this information. And uh, our research department, Bernadette, uh, found it and said, look what just crossed the wire here. And uh, the uh, the bishops of Minnesota have, have said that they are going to celebrate Mass. Now, uh, against the advice uh, and the legislation or whatever uh, it may be uh, of the government, they're going to defy the government because the government says you can only have 10 people, just like ours says it here. And they know 10 people, you can do some things. You can uh, uh, probably have a christening, something like that. But you can't have a mass with 10 people. So it's going to be a lot more than 10. Uh, so they are, they're going to celebrate it. And I'm thinking, that I, I feel, I'm not a lawyer. I don't pretend to be. But I'm thinking, when the government tells you you can't, you can't celebrate your own religion. And by saying you can't do the mass because you can only have 10 people. That's, a, that's just a back, a back way to do it. But the bottom line is they say you can't. Are uh, you telling me the government tells you you can't celebrate your mass? You can't celebrate your religion? I don't think so. I think if they took it to court, they'd win. I, I kind of a little disappointed that we haven't done that in New York. Uh, we have a temporary bishop, uh, so maybe that he was a little... Uh, maybe a little nervous about doing something like that, but we certainly have established bishops in New York State that could stand up and say, we want to celebrate our religion, plain and simple, and see where it goes. And as long as everything was done, everything was done to make sure that everything was clean, antiseptic, wear the masks, uh, whatever, I, I think it's uh, certainly worth standing up for. Mr. Beamer, uh, do you have any uh, Facebook for us? We right now, Joe's, Joe is screening a call right now, but let me ask you this, Sandy. You know, yeah. with church, some churches, they want to defy. Uh, we've seen, uh, what, a gym def want to defy a uh, hairdresser. Do you see more and more businesses taking that route and saying, uh, the heck with this, I'm opening up? Well, I do, uh, but a gym and a hairdresser aren't like a church. I, I think churches have a special place. They mean even more than, uh, you know, your, yeah, your gym's important to you. You like it, and you're friendly, and you like the equipment and all that. And your hairdresser, nobody does a better job than your hairdresser. I understand all that. Uh, but prohibiting a religion from practicing its religion, practicing their, what they believe in, 
I think you have a very strong case for saying we're going to open. We'll, we'll be responsible. We're going to keep everything the way it's supposed to be. Uh, but uh, this is, you know, this is for everybody. This is for synagogues and mosques and everything. It's a 10-person limit. I don't see where that's legal. I really don't. I think that a, a good lawyer standing up, uh, that this would have been something uh, good for Hogan Willig. Hogan Willig has sued the governor. Hogan Willig law, uh, law Firm here in um, New York. It's a law firm that I've used in the past many times. They do fine work. Corey Hogan, one of the principals, has sued the governor. Remember, we talked about that a couple of days ago. But I think um, it, this is a this would have been a good article to sue on uh, regarding the the church. Now, is Mr. Beamer ready for a couple of Facebooks for us? Yes, over on Facebook, talking about religious services being ten or less guests. We'll go with Tony, and Tony says the governor has always been against religious services, or at least minimizing religious services. Remember, just a year or so ago, he said those who have certain religious beliefs weren't welcome in New York State. Well, he's, he, he uh, flaps his lips on a lot of people that aren't welcome to New York State. The famous quote about uh, about people who practice their uh, politics like we do, call ourselves conservatives, he said, we're not welcome in New York State either. I mean, I don't, I don't know where a governor has uh, that kind of uh, authority to tell you you're not welcome and still, uh, and still win another term. All right, one more, please. Yeah, Karen says, I want to go to church. It's simple. I can wear a mask. I can socially distance. But I and my family would like to go to church, a place that we feel safe, comfortable, and closer to God. Fair enough. Let's go to line three now, and that would be Mary in Getzville. Mary, you're on WBEN. Hi, Sandy. I just wanted to tell you I love your show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm a first-time caller, and uh, I'm also really um, excited about your topic because the church really is important and um, to me. And I, I wanted to say I, don't, I haven't heard anybody talk about this, but there's a man in um, Florida by the name of Rodney Howard Brown, and he stood up and said, this is unconstitutional, and he won his case. Oh, really? Yeah, it seems to me a pretty clear-cut path. Yeah. I'm surprised that New York, being as big as it is, with as diverse a population and diverse opinion, uh, that somebody hadn't done that up here. So I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad he won because I think that's important. you got to fight for what you have and fight for what you want, and this is a good thing to fight for. Well, he actually, he's a missionary, he says, from South Africa. So he's not even, you know, he wasn't born an American citizen. And he said, I became an American citizen, and I know our constitutional rights. And he said, if we give them up now, we won't get them back. Good for him. That's right. Once they erode, they never come back. Yeah, that's what he said. So he actually was arrested initially when he, he said, my church is going to continue to meet. And... Um, and then the governor stepped in and said, no, we, we can't arrest this man. You know, he's not doing anything wrong. It's really bad optics when you, when you arrest somebody in a society as we have, as forward a, a society as we have. You arrest them for practicing their own religion? 
<laughs> not a good look. Not a good look at all. Well, thank you, uh, Mary. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. How about the uh, next one? would be Eric in Buffalo. Eric, you're on WBEN. He's on line uh, four. Eric? Thank Yes. 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 Uh, thanks for calling, Eric. What's on your mind today? Well, thank you for having me. I'm, um, I just wanted to start out by saying I'm a pastor in the city of Buffalo. I'm not a, a Catholic, a Protestant minister. Okay. Um, I appreciate uh, what your topic is today, and also um, uh, Bowerly really um, was hitting it hard yesterday with this, and I never had a chance to call. Um, but I just, um, there's two things I wanted to address about the church. Number one, I, you know, I love what you said earlier. If you're not there when uh, we needed you, then the hell yeah. with you. That's yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, we've been so busy the past 10 weeks of the pandemic at our church, um, the Buffalo Dream Center. We've been um, uh, an essential service feeding families. And uh, just last week, we uh, gave uh, groceries out to, uh, we just broke the uh, threshold of 5,000 families over the past 10 weeks that we've helped with food. Oh, wow. That's terrific. Congratulations to you. It was, it's been really an honor, and it's been, a, you know, just a, a blessing to be in the community and helping people. Um, but I wanted to let you know, Sandy, that, you know, what we're seeing in these lineups of people that need food is, uh, you know, people uh, need the church. People uh, have problems. They've had they had problems before COVID nineteen, and and they, now they're just all compounded with a lot of fear, depression, anxiety uh, that people are going through. And uh, the church, unfortunately, is not looked at as essential in New York State. You know, we've been put on phase four of a reopening on, until the uh, what happened yesterday with the uh, uh, you know ten. Uh, 10 people in your church and right. and all of those things. And uh, I just firmly believe that it's unconstitutional. And it's um, I think it's time. It's time for pastors and um, priests to take a stand in New York State and just pick a Sunday where we're all going to open. And, uh, and I, you know, I realize I can get slapped for saying that, but we know how to clean our churches. We know how to social distance. We know how to do it the proper way. I think sometimes when people think, you know, a church opening, they just think of a huge crowd of, of people. But we can limit the number of people in our buildings, Sure, run multiple services if we have to. And I think a lot of pastors that I'm talking to, we just feel like we're being treated like, like we don't know what we're doing. You know, I went to Home Depot yesterday. And I, and I can tell you what, we can do a better job in the church than home. Well, uh, uh, first of all, a lot of different areas. Congratulations, 5,000 families. Uh, I've been in this town since 1968, on and off. And I'm always amazed by the generosity of the people and the, and the uh, responsibility of people like yourself who are willing to step up and help out. So congratulations on that. And secondly, as a man of the cloth, uh, this is a, a teaching moment. That uh, who, do, who do we trust? Who do we put our trust in? The doctors, we love the doctors, and we couldn't do without the doctors, but the doctors don't know how to, how to treat this. They don't know how to cure it. Uh, we have to go to a higher authority than the doctors, and that would be God. Uh, if you, and it, so what you've been teaching your whole life is this is a living example of it right now. Uh, so when, when people are drawn to the church in moments like this, it shouldn't surprise anybody. Yeah, definitely, Sandy. I, you know, I, I agree with you. And, you know, there's, you know, I, I feel bad for 
every business right now. Um, but our, our practice, our freedom to practice religion is specifically mentioned in the Constitution. And, and I don't believe the state really has any right to tell us what we can and can't do. However, uh, the pastors that I've talked to were ready for any kind of even a compromise. You know, uh, if they want 25% capacity or uh, something like that, we can, we can put the provisions in uh, to open up and to make it safe. And well, you know, by, by them saying there's a 10-person limit, that is de- a de facto way of uh, inhibiting your religion. If, if, because 10 people, you have to take a, away the mass or the service uh, or, or whatever might be the principal uh, speech of that day. And so they're not banning it directly, but they're banning it indirectly. And so I think it would be illegal. Hey, thanks. Keep up the good work there. We really appreciate it, Eric. Thank you very much. All right, let's take a break and be back on I Feel Like a Lawyer today on News Radio 930 WBEN. Our dear friend Ella is on line three. Ella, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. I didn't hang up the other day. Hello? Oh, yeah. We missed you when you were there and I was going to you and then you weren't there. I, I figured something happened on the phone or something like that. But good to have you here today. I see. Now, you had a, a caller on. I guess she was a deacon. Deacon or something? Uh, yeah, we had a minister on. Yep. Whatever it was. I can't remember. I thought it was a woman. I could be wrong. She Anyway, the point was brought up that people that are homebound, I've been homebound for 20 years. I've been a widow for 20 years. And um, there used to be a woman that would come and give me communion. Boy, do I miss that. Oh, sure, absolutely. Watch CWTN all the time, and it's wonderful because I don't have these modern contraptions, uh, booms or whatever they are. But she had a very good point. Yeah, go ahead. For people like us, this is something that we need. Oh, absolutely. I, I think that they, uh, for some reason, religion got sent to the back of the bus uh, when they came up with these uh, different areas of attention. And number four, for, uh, in the number four uh, position is not where a church should be. It should be in the number one position. I agree. It should be. And why it isn't is beyond me. I, I swear, Sandy, people don't have common sense anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think that's a minority opinion, Ella. I think a lot of people feel the way you do. What do you think? Should the uh, should the church stand up to the uh, state government like they're going to do in, uh, in Minnesota and say we're going to have our masses as scheduled? And I hope we don't follow California's crazy ideas no california who knows what california is a very strange state i used to you know what's funny is i used to live there and work there in california in san francisco it used to be in the bay area and when you're there it doesn't seem as crazy uh i was not on the air i was the program director i was in charge of what went on the air and uh it seemed like a fairly normal place uh, I had uh, some of my people had uh, really good work ethics, and we put out a really good product. Uh, of course, we we're a music station. We weren't news talk. Um, but they didn't seem as whacked out as later when you look back, and now you're looking at the way they are now. And uh, I wish 
this was the world that I grew up in. It's not the same, Sandy. People aren't the same. And God works in very strange ways because I never got, my health never got affected until after my husband died. So that was God's way of seeing that he had a good caretaker for 20 years. Well, I'm glad that you're a regular caller to the show because it always, uh, we get a lot of co- comments about two people, you and Ann. Yeah, you and Ann get all kinds of comments when I'm out and about. People ask about both of you. I wish I could meet her and talk to her in person. She's quite a character, isn't she? Yes, we we love both of you, and I'm glad both of you are there to uh, to enlighten us and to cheer us all up. Okay, got to run, Ella. Good to talk to you. Thanks for calling. Okay. All right, bye-bye. Let's go to uh, Jane. I think Jane is next on line two. Jane, you're on WBEN. Jane is gone. She's gone to meet Tarzan, who's on line three. And then Cheetah will be on right after Rush Limbaugh. How about Tim on line five? Tim in Hamburg, you're on WBEN. Hi, guys. Hey, Hello. Uh, What's on your mind, babe? Uh, talking about the, the 10 people limit for churches. I believe yeah. uh, the DOJ stepped in against Gavin Newsom in California where he was trying to limit about 10 people on churches, and and then they uh, stepped in and said he couldn't do that because, like, uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, and supermarkets were allowed to have more, and that was like singling out a certain group. Okay. Well, uh, and somebody else said uh, a case had been won against uh, – against that same ruling. All it takes is for somebody to file a lawsuit. I know Hogan Willing has filed a lawsuit against the governor. I don't know if this would be a part of that, uh, but if it isn't, it'd be nice to make an addendum and make it part of that because I think it'd be pretty strong. Hey, thanks for the uh, thanks for the information, Tim. We appreciate the call. Thank you. Yeah, I think that uh, if Hogan Willing has the ability to add this to their lawsuit against the governor, I think it would be a home run. I really do. Okay, uh, Buzzy Beamer, you've been busy on the phone. Been a busy little Buzzy. Yes. Uh, what do you What do you got for us today? First, I got a little bit of breaking news from the governor. It is now confirmed that summer school classes will not be in person. Uh, well, I think it was. I guess that. Yeah, it was already assumed, but it's now official. Oh, uh, good. I think the governor should find a private tutor. Then I know he could use a summer school, but. Okay, what do you got? All right, on the churches, that is one that's really been popular the last few hours. Nancy says, I want to go to church. I want to see my church family. If I felt sick, I would stay home. Again, as most people are saying, I would be fine with distance. I would be fine with a mask. What I'm not fine with is being kept out of God's house. Well, that's a pretty strong argument, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's a very strong argument, and I think it's a compelling argument. So I just hope somebody steps up to the bar, not that kind of bar, the Bar Association, and files some kind of a lawsuit against the state. Because, you know, the state can do uh, anything they want until it's challenged. In other words, the, the governor can say anything he wants until it's challenged. Even a duly uh, uh, law, a law that went through all the paces, it can be a law until it's challenged, and then the courts decide. So I think now's a good time to maybe some uh, good, really top-flight lawyers been sitting around in the House 
saying, I should, I should step up for that because I really believe it and get some kind of a, a class action suit or something like that because you definitely have enough people that would be happy to sign that petition. Couple more, Buzz? Yes. Um, we'll go with Roberta, who's a top fan on the Facebook page. She says, No, it's not acceptable, but it is better than nothing. I think there should be masses just for the elderly and at risk because they usually make up a good portion of the mass and they need a chance to be out of the house, be safe, and to say their prayers. Well, I don't disagree with that, but I do think that uh, basically it shouldn't be confined just to older people, because no, none of us, no matter what age you are, uh, get, a, get a pass that says you're going to uh, live forever. None of us do that, okay? Uh, so if you, uh, if you want your relationship with your God, you don't say, well, I'll, I'll have more of a relationship with you later. Right now I'm too busy having fun. That about wraps it up for Beach & Company. Uh, good news today. After the news, Mr. Rush Limbaugh will be back on News Radio 930 WBEN. The Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.